Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chalk Talk. This is the conference championship week. We're going to be breaking down the main slate for DFS. I believe both games are on Sunday, correct? Yes. It's really the only slate. Yeah. <laughs> the most, well, one and only and the main. So Showdown slate. Yeah, yeah you yeah, games here. Yeah, you, you, I'm sure the showdown slates will be popular, but we'll break down the main slate. Like I said, I, I love these short slates, um, a condensed player pool. I think there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. Um, so as always, we will break down, we'll break down our favorite plays, but I think uh, like how you construct your roster and stacking, stacking, stacking is huge. So um, we'll start out here. Uh, how do you guys want to do this? Well, I think we'll just go through and get let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, do uh, no, no, not game. We'll break down each person's favorite stack. And then once we break down each person's favorite stack, we'll break down some of the, the plays like to go along with it. And then we can kind of discuss it. So we'll start out. Who wants to go first here? Let's let's hear you. Let's 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 uh have you go first. Lead it off with me. Okay. Yeah, because last week I got I mean, I, I did I was doing very well. You didn't I, play Allen and Mahomes, which were the top quarterback plays. It was looking good after Stafford. And put up a 30 bomb, but you know, Allen and Mahomes put up 40 yeah. plus, so you were dead. So, yeah, I was. So, let's uh, let's see what you got and then uh, let's go from there. Yeah. So, my favorite stack, uh, probably it's going to be the most popular, and I, I'm fine with that because I don't think there's enough of a price difference between them, and that's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's sitting at 7.4. Like, I do think on this two-game slate, he should be 8K plus. I don't know how he's only 7.4K. Because you have Burrow and Stafford, basically the same price, around 6.3 and 6.6. But it's just not enough of a price difference. Um, So, And then, of course, Jimmy G. He projects decently well. Jimmy G does. Like, he actually projects pretty well. but I just, in a two-game slate, Mahomes' ceiling is just way too high, and you're still probably going to need the highest-scoring quarterback on the slate. So for that reason, Mahomes um, and, and my favorite stack with him is, is like McKinnon and like Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, like the full Chiefs just stack. And I'll mix and match. Like when I, like if I do go 150 Mahomes teams, there's a chance. So I'll have – Mahomes, McKinnon, Pringle, Kelsey, Mahomes, McKinnon, Demarcus Robinson, like so many different combinations. Uh, that's how I'm going to try to get different. So, you know, after we hear from your guys' stacks, we'll get into some of our favorite plays. But from the looks of it, it's seeming like Mahomes is going to be hard for me to uh, stay away from. Yeah, he's going to be my majority, too. I, <clears throat> I really like Travis Kelsey. He always just seems to do a lot better in big games. Uh, especially down here in, in the playoffs. Uh, he's had some good weeks. But uh, I think I'm also going to sprinkle in a little bit of the Bengals, uh, mainly with Jamar Chase and Uzoma at tight end. Um, so you mean like so, a Burrow stack? Is that what you mean? Yep. Yeah, okay. a Bengals stack. I, th- I think I just like this game a little bit more uh, scoring-wise. Yeah. It's a little intimidating to go for Jimmy G. I know his projections might look nice, but he hasn't broken 10 points in the playoffs yet. And just knowing the San Fran bully ball, you know, they stick to their run game. I just don't think it's a good DFS play personally. So uh, I'm sticking to the AFC game here. I am going to keep riding Stafford. 
And and so it, I mean, I I like Burrow and I like Mahomes, but I also like the fact that Stafford is so this is another spot for late swaps. Um, if you don't do late swaps, um, pretty much you're going to be dead in the water. It's the you way mean if you're behind. Yeah, if you're behind. Um, so with playing Stafford, you get you know the opportunity to see what Mahomes and Burrow do first, yeah. and you know that could be a leverage play onto those. I mean, if, if it's a shootout, then you're you're going to be wanting to switch off of like you know if you're playing Stafford, you're playing Cup. I mean that's that's almost a given, but the thing is, though, I think that people could, if they're playing Mahomes, they can also get to, or if they're playing Burrow, sorry, Burrow, they can get to Cooper Cup as well, which kind of scares me. Um, Higby, he's down to 3,700. Um, last four games, he's 51, 46, 55, 69. Um, he only has two touchdowns in that stretch, and that came in one game. But, I mean, Stafford's still looking his way, and, you know, I'm not saying the 49ers are the weakest against tight ends. They're they they're pretty good. It's the secondary that you want to attack. So, I, for the other receiving option like Cooper Cup, I mean Odell is at 51. I mean you can get down to Vance Jefferson at 39, but I think he's gonna be very popular at 39. Okay, Chris. Yeah, so I have to, I have to agree with both uh, PB and Nick here. I think the price difference of Mahomes versus like Burrow Stafford's is like not big enough to not take Mahomes. I just think, like you said, PB, the ceiling's way too high for that Kansas City Chiefs offense and what uh, Patrick Mahomes does for them. I feel like it's tough to pick anybody else. Um, and then obviously, you know, his two biggest targets are Tyreek Hill as well as um, Travis Kelsey. I think Tyreek's going to have a great game again. Speedy guy um, always seems to make some kind of big play. Um, so I really like that stack between Tyreek Hill and um, Patrick Mahomes. I know it's a little pricey in terms of, you know, what you're looking at there, but I just think the ceiling for both those players is the highest. And again, I think a second option there with that stack is Travis Kelsey. He always seems to slip out and, you know, get into open space and make plays when he has to, when Tyreek's covered. So I definitely think just for what it is between the quarterbacks, I, I can't see not picking Mahomes here. And then obviously if you pick Mahomes, you got to take either Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. Um, so for that reason, I feel like that stack just has the highest ceiling and most likely is going to give you the most return. So we're uh, sticking to our name brand here and going with a lot of chalk. <laughs> yeah, you, it, I mean, so core like, yes, Mahomes will be the most popular, but there's so many ways to get difference on slates like Josh Allen and Mahomes were the most popular from last slate. There was still the, there was a Millie maker winner that took it down solo. So, I mean, there's always there's always ways to get different. And usually it's at the receiver position, but so now, so now we'll kind of go into the different matchups that we like in the plays. My, so every slate, I always say, or the, these, these two game, three game slates, especially the two game slates. If you're picking a quarterback at Burrow, Stafford, Mahomes, Jimmy G, whichever one you pick, I would make it a rule to stack it with a minimum of two uh, pa like pass catchers and you can include like a running back with that. So that's just should be a flat out rule. And I would also make it a rule that whatever game you're using that quarterback, you should probably have at least one player from the opposing team. As if that game is the higher scoring game, it's likelier that, you know, if you're playing a Mahomes team, they're get putting up a lot of points. The Bengals will be playing from behind. Uh, it, you just, you're, they're going to put up points too. You're going to want to have the opposing. I don't, unless you think one of these games is going to be a complete onslaught, 
then you could just not run back anyone from the other team. But I just don't see that in the conference championship. Um, same with Stafford teams, you know, Stafford cup, Higby run it back with a 49er. If you're on Jimmy G teams, definitely run it back with a Ram. That's just how I'm going to be doing it. And I will say the, the leverage, the leverage spot of doing three stack your quarterback with three. If you've looked at every single slate since the playoffs have started a three, a four man stack, I believe has, has been the optimal last week. It would have been Mahomes, McKinnon, Tyreek and Kelsey with the Buffalo runbacks, you know, every single week I've looked at, it's been a three man uh, or a four man stack with the quarterback. And often it's the quarterback running back wide receiver tight end. This whole playoffs I've seen, it's, it's crazy how that exact build has like won um, these small slates. So I'll still be sticking. I won't have every team like that, but most of my teams will have that stack. So now let's go ahead and get into, do you guys have any other like strategy, like roster construction advice before we get into like individual plays? Well, we talked about yesterday. <clears throat> it's interesting to see what McVeigh does with Cam Akers um, because he did turn the ball over twice in two very crucial scenarios. And if he does again on the first drive or the first quarter or whatever it might be the first half, he, he could see his playing time be cut in half or in sharing more time with Sony. I know we don't like, you know, attacking. It, it's hard to, it, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to decipher everyone's backfield except for, I, I guess it should be the chiefs and the Rams. Those are the two hardest to decipher right now. Uh, Joe Mixon and um, Elijah Mitchell, are Elijah sure. Mitchell have that unlock, but like Sony Michelle sitting at 4,600. It's, it's kind of interesting to maybe dabble in a little bit of that. Um, cause like I, you can even do, you're running like 150 lineups. You could run, like, just have, if you had like five lineups, you'd probably be with over the field. Cause he'll probably come in like under yeah. five. I, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm doing a lot of it and I, and I don't suggest doing a lot of it, but it's something to just keep an eye on, uh, throughout the week and maybe listen to McVeigh and, um, his press conferences after each practice and just see how he talks about, you know, yeah. Cam Akers and what he, he feels like going forward. The thing with Cam Akers, too, is if he does play, he has really good catching ability out of the backfield mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah. you know, as long as – I'm hoping McVay plays him uh, and he gets the time, but obviously if he fumbles again early on, I think his time's going to get cut. But I think Akers out of the backfield in terms of the pe- passing game is way better than Sony Michelle here. And if he does get the full play time that I think his talent enables, but maybe his ball handling doesn't at times – I think at five, at a five at five thousand here, I think he's a good. He's pick so cheap. Because, yeah, again, like you're talking Sony Michelle at forty six hundred, who I think Cam Akers is miles above in terms of just straight up talent. Um, I think Cam Akers, as long as he you know takes care of the ball, can be a really good pick at five. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sony Michelle is pretty intriguing to me. Like this is the same the same guy who benched. Todd Gurley two years ago in the Super Bowl. We didn't see a lick of him. Uh, you know, injuries floating around, rumors like that, maybe, but like he's gonna mix it up. He's gonna throw something in here that like nobody expects. Um, I personally think it's gonna be Tyler Higby, spoiler alert, but uh I don't know. You think Tyler Higby is like their like their secret weapon in this game? I do. His best game all season was against San Fran. Um, put up like 23 points or something like that. Like in the first time so, they played? 
don't know. He, 49ers have been pretty up. stout against tight ends. That's why I'm just – I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Fred Warner, good. they got Dude, some good linebackers to lock him down for sure. Yeah. So we, let, let, let's go through, like, running back construction, and then we'll go to wide receiver and tight end. So, like, what are you – we'll start with – Chris, what's your favorite running back play? I mean, obviously, I think Joe Mixon here is the best running back – uh, in terms of play, you know, he's going to get the most playing time. I think skill wise, he's the best as well. He's get involved in the Bengals pass um, as well as, you know, running. But like I said, I think Cam Akers here, if he gets the playing time can match that. But we, the thing is we won't know. So like, no, I, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying the price difference there. I think Cam Akers probably. Be- so you play two of them or three in the flex. So right. is it, you think Mixon and Akers would be your like top two? Um, yeah, probably. I just think Clyde Edwards Alaire, I've never been high on him personally anyway. And I think again, McKinnon's there. Yeah. So, and I think you either, I would either go Mixon acres here or I would go Mitchell, um, acres just because again, Mitchell and Nixon Mixon, you know, they're going to get the playing time. And I think acres is going to get it, but like I said, it's a little bit of a risk just with Sony Michelle. So, and whether okay. or not Cam's going to handle the ball and keep himself in the game, because if he keeps himself in the game, like I said, I think he has the same skill set as a Joe Mixon, and I think he would impact the game well and just, you know, okay, get points. Corey, uh, I mean, I, I like because because of the way that I'm leaning, um, I I'm liking Rams players, but like. Uh, I see like the, the issue here is McKinnon and Edwards. I don't know what I, I don't know what could happen. And I know McKinnon's been good for them, but like Daryl Williams might get activated too. Yeah. So, okay. So throw in Daryl Williams now too. So now you got through three running backs that they're rotating in. This and is Clyde, how I think it plays. I think it's Clyde and Daryl are, even though Daryl's been known to be the more pass catching back, I think Clyde and Daryl could maybe split more of the running back touches, but I think they've really liked McKinnon. Like I think they do him. too. Yeah. I, so I think they're going to use him as the pass catching main, at least as the main pass catching back and still give him carries. I mean, the way he's been playing, I mean, why, why get all off the hot hand of McKinnon? He's been, he's been there. He's been doing great. So, but like I've been saying, I, I think Elijah Mitchell, the Rams have been, you know, throughout this year even with their their defensive front and like a lot of people think like oh they're very good up front like they've been giving up a lot of rushing yards to running backs and you know in the averages as well i think mitchell could have a, a good game here so mitchell's your favorite uh mitchell's yeah it's between mitchell's and cam but uh, i'm leaning more mitchell nick yeah even with the daryl williams thing i think it's really obvious. And the one thing we know about the chiefs is they're going to lean on Patrick Mahomes to win. He's in a good pass catching role for him out of the backfield more than Hilaire, I think. Um, So that feels like the best high ceiling play to me um, out of Kansas city, at least. Um, I think Mixon, I mean, you got to commit to Mixon. You're losing a lot of pass catching dollars right there so i'm going a little bit cheaper at running back this week and sticking with mckinnon even getting a ton of targets though yeah for sure he's you know he's got definitely a high ceiling probably the best running back play but i just like so many of the pass catchers this week i'd like to stick a little bit cheaper with uh i'm gonna go cam Akers and jarek mckinnon for my millie maker um and then just load up my salary and wide receiver here so yeah, for me, it's 
I think it's acres. I, even though, so like, yes, you can talk about having some, some, a little bit of Sony as leverage. You don't need a lot of them to be over the field on Sony, but I still think acres you want to have a lot of, because if they do give him the full role, well, then he's an incredible play at only 5k. Like he should be a 6k made. He should be around probably Mixon's price. I would guess. Um, to be the lead rant or, or even in the seven K range for the lead Rams Rams running back. So I still think it's going to be acres. And I do like McKinnon a lot. Like, you know, McKinnon is just seems to be the main guy for Kansas city. And I like the pass catching role he has with Mahomes. I th- like when it gets to the playoffs, Mahomes does it all. And they do have him pass way more than usual throughout the season. And that like pass catching work as a running back is so valuable in fantasy. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and take what I think is the lead running back for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, with McKinnon. So Andy Reid's like one of those coaches, too. He does not give in to, like, the politics or, like, who should yeah. be starting. The guy's putting in who's to, who's going to play the best, you know? Yeah. So that's why I'm, like, not as concerned about Darrell Williams, maybe on another team. But, like, McKinnon's been showing out. They're not going to bench the guy. Right. I agree. So, obviously, quarterback, running back, unless Sony has a big game, it like goes in, like you're not getting different there. Like you'll see plenty of combinations. Now you get into the receiver position. This is every slate. What makes or breaks you is Gabe Davis, you know, last week it's, it's, you know, it's not always a, a low owned receiver that goes off and breaks the slate, but some sort of combination that is low owned goes off and, and you need them. So this is truly where the plays come in and, and what do you guys think here? You know, we have some, some pretty solid receivers at the top and then it's a little interesting in the middle. And then the bottom half usually is, is those chiefs guys. And then a couple Ford Niners and Rams mixed in, but what do you guys think? We'll start with Nick this time. What are your favorite or what are your, some of your favorite receiver constructions? If you're going Mahomes, I don't know. You probably can afford like an expensive guy, mid tier guy, and then like a cheap guy. So we'll go. Yeah. I think Pringle's my cheapest guy that I like the best. I think he had seven targets last week. Mm -hmm. He looks pretty good. Um, So going to keep riding that hot hand. Um, I'm going to put Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup in almost every lineup I play. Um, Can you afford that though? Yeah, I guess if you pay down, if you like, run, down if you run Uzoma at tight end, okay, and then cheap running backs with Mahomes, you get a pretty good lineup at receiver there. So yeah, I guess that could work. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing for my Millie Maker. Um, I did fit in one stack. I think it was. So like you're not playing Tyreek or Kelsey with Mahomes. Kelsey in the flex. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Uzoma, Kelsey, flex. Yeah, I think Mahomes, McKinnon, uh, Kelsey, and Pringle. Pringle. Yeah, that, gonna that, be, that, that's, that's going to be my Chiefs stack right there. Um, it's hard to fade Travis Kelsey, but I just can't put everyone in there. So I think Jamar Chase probably gets the most action not from the Bengals. And if, I'm really banking on a high-scoring game there. Um, yeah, I agree that that should be the higher-scoring game. Yeah, for some reason I – I'm afraid to go on the Kittle train as far as tight ends. Yeah, I love Kittle. Can't trust him. I don't know. He, he's just so hit or miss. Like I, he's been. I, I, he's like my started, Like I said, once when they comes down to it, and they did last week, they got him more involved. He, he had like 
he even dropped like a pretty long pass. I remember that would have been like a 30 yarder, but I think they're getting him a lot more involved here personally. So it's moment. Uh, uh, we'll go Corey next. What are your like? You know how many times you know how many times I scrolled over Gabe Davis last week and didn't click on him? Like I, I put him in some lineups, but not the ones where I need him to be in. And I'm very frustrated because I feel like I've I've mentioned his name. Or just Corey, like, I've been telling you Gabe Davis since like week 12. Yeah, okay. Okay. Children. Yeah, I don't I'll have to we'll have to rewind some some um are you doubting that I've been on Gabe Davis sales this long? Come on. <laughs> no. I'm just mad I can't play him this week. Uh, for me, obviously, if I'm thinking Stafford's my go-to, uh, okay. Cooper Cup. The issue with Cooper Cup, he's $1,600 more than, you know, Debo, $1,800 more than Tyreek. So it kind of, you know, prohibits what you can do with the rest of your salary. Um, but I guess technically, if you're Mahomes is 74, I guess there's not that much of a difference if you basically just flip-flop, you know, Mahomes for Stafford, Stafford for Tyreek like in that situation in, in like the grand scheme of things like that might the uh, Cooper and Stafford might be like $300 more um but I, it's it's so hard to scroll past you know Odell I mean he's been doing so much there as of late I mean yes last time he played San Francisco he went two for 18 and like no receptions but in the playoffs he's been he's been looking good he's getting the pass catching work um so I like, you know, the Cooper Odell, but the thing with Vance Jefferson is at 3,900, he's probably, probably, probably going to be one of the higher, higher, higher owned uh, receiver options just because he is 3,900. All he needs, I know he's not been doing great as of late, but like he's their deep threat option. Um, I think more so than Odell is. I know Odell kind of takes some of those long streaky routes from him, but if he catches one, you know, a one, one for 50 and a touchdown, like just one reception, uh, in a t- he's, he's going to be, you know, in there for the optimal lineup just because of his price tag and what you can do around him. So I like that. And then bring it back. I think, um, so I'm bringing it back from the other game, talking about the other game, mm-hmm. D Higgins at 5,700. I understand he's kind of like the, the, the player for the uh, the Bengals that's like either he does pretty well or or he does really bad and he doesn't do anything and no that's Tyler Boyd T Higgins has been pretty consistent no uh, he said forty six point games he's at two point games yeah I mean, okay kind of he, all I mean before. okay throughout the earlier <laughs> season yes he was he was getting he was averaging at least like ten points so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you that but I I don't know I I, I like T Higgins better than Chase. Uh, I think Chase is going to see uh, a lot of double coverage, especially I, I think Tyron Matthews is going to be back. T. Higgins, I don't know I, if he'll be back, actually. I, I think he's – Didn't he get a concussion? Like, you can't just, like, shake that one off. He, yeah. It's funny how the NFL has no COVID, you know, positives in the entire playoffs. I'm pretty sure they'll let a concussion slide. So, um, and, yeah, so I, that, that's who I'm kind of liking. Um, I, I don't really like any of the pass catching options out of – San Francisco, to be completely honest. No um, Debo. You're running Stafford. What are you? You're just running a Rams onslaught. I might, yeah. And I'll run it back with Mitchell. Oh, okay. If you run it back with Mitchell, yeah. That, I just that, that that lineup though kind of tells a story that the 49ers are ahead, and then the the Rams are kept playing catch up. If that's Mitchell's fine, that that's completely fine with me. I Jimmy G went for. I mean, I understand yeah. 
cold day and they're playing a dome this i'm just saying that's the story where that line i know i know i know where it's at okay here's my here's my thing though like in these close games if it comes down to like the last few drives i feel like running backs just don't get any work in the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. so that's why i went so cheap because last week i was kicking myself i was like you know like there's no way that Edwards Hilaire is going to get any touches here in the last. You played Edwards Hilaire last week. Yeah, it was a bad move. <laughs> oh my god! Let's not talk hey. about it. Okay. We literally talked about. Well, no, it no, we didn't. Just, I was not. Oh, we didn't do the show last week. <laughs> we didn't, didn't have you guys, my voice of reason, to talk, talk my about thoughts, how McKinnon but, uh, was going to be the main guy. Yeah, that's why I'm going receiver heavy this week because yeah. I was in a position last week with my Millie Maker that I was like. I'm screwed. Fourth quarter. These guys are just chucking the ball. Like running backs are getting no work. So. All right, Chris, what are your uh, favorite? Yeah. So I think if you're taking um, Patrick Mahomes here at quarterback, it's hard to overlook Tyreek Hill, obviously. Um, And also uh, you mentioned Pringle's been very consistent. So I think those are the two that I'm looking at, um, you know, from the KC side in terms of, you know, pass cash options, you know, like I said, um, you know, most of the offense runs through Mahomes. Mahomes passes the ball a ton. And um, honestly, like their run game isn't great anyway. Um, so I think Tyree Kill is a take here, uh, as well as Pringle. Um, and then I think on the other side of the ball, um, I really like T. Higgins or Boyd. Um, I just think Chase is going to have a lot of coverage on him. Um, and I think either one of those guys um, is going to have to step up in order for the Bengals to keep in this game um, just because, you know, Kansas City puts up points. And um, I don't think you're going to be able to rely on the run game so much to actually keep yourself in this one. So I'd actually I'd actually go Higgins here as well as Hill and Pringle. Um, like I said, that stack with, um, you know, Mahomes, I think, is going to keep you in it. And then I think Chase is going to be bottled up a lot of the game. Hopefully he's not because I want to see a great game. Um, but I think either Higgins or Boyd's going to have to step up, and I put my faith more in Higgins. Uh, I think at Boyd at this point, I think he's been a little bit more consistent. Okay. I. It's wild to me that Cooper Cup, out of all the plays, is still the best value play on the whole slate. You know, we talk about them in a dome, and they're in a dome. I mean, he's projected like – nine points higher than the next closest receiver. It's just out of this world. Like his floor is so high, his ceiling is so high. So even though I'm stacking that Mahomes, the Chiefs Bengals, I do love Cooper Cup. Like he's going to be in so many of my lineups. Um, so how I think I'm going to do it, it's like Mahomes, McKinnon. I still, if I'm playing Tyreek, and Cooper Cup, I can't play like Chase or anything like that. So I would probably grab like a Boyd or Higgins because I do want a Bengals pass catcher. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Bengals are going to have to be throwing so much this game. So that, that that's why it takes me off of like Mixon. So I'll, I'll be more paying down at running back, like like I said, Akers and McKinnon. And so then at tight end, I like uh, Uzoma a lot and Kittle. Like I I – I really like Kittle this week. I think his price is so juicy at 5K. Like, that is so cheap for a guy like him. And when they choose to get him involved, like, there's games where they're just like, you're blocking, and he just blocks all game. But when they act, when there's games where they're just like, make him part of the game plan, he gets 10 plus targets, and we see him just break slates. And I can see that happening here. Um, so I'm going to have a lot of Kittle. Uh, but 
So that's kind of like just, you know, some of the more chalky plays, like just roster construction. But now we need to get our, our off the wall, like receiver plays that are going to be like lower owned, the cheap guys that could just blow out the slate. Who, who are your, like Pringle, he's going to be owned. Like you yeah. can say he, he's a good cheap play and he is, but he's going to be owned. So what do you guys think for like the low owned plays that could break the slate? So I think it's getting this point in time where it's going to be very, very difficult to singly hand, single-handedly take down the tournament uh, just because, you, you okay, you look past, you know. There's Jefferson. not going to be a ton of variance. So it's like. <clears throat> okay, you're looking past Jefferson here, and you got you got Jennings, who, Juwan Jennings, uh, I still think he's going to be kind of highly owned. Then you got Josh Gordon. I mean, Josh, Josh Gordon got released. What do you mean? No, um, no, he signed to the practice squad. He's oh, he's he's not. You don't. Well, I know, but what I'm saying, my point is, is that yeah, there's not a lot of options. I get no, it. So I, I think the point is you, it's the way you construct it, and I think you leave. You're right about that. Salary, salary on the board, and I think this is a spot where you look to leave fifteen hundred to two k on the board if you possibly. I like that uh, because. I mean, are you going to go after DeMarco Rob to Marcus Robinson? I will have some if I'm playing so much Mahomes, even though he like that like DeMarcus Robinson is going to be so unowned. And if he catches that long touchdown, you're the only one that has him. Your roster construction and you, you're going to be really moving up on the leaderboards. So someone like Hardman and DeMarcus Robinson are going to be some of my favorite just punt guys that yeah, I'm going mean, to be over the field on. Well, if you have to, if you're putting a gun in my head, I mean, Juwan Jennings, he's the third receiver there. I mean. Didn't Sanu just get? Uh, to Sanu's back? Sanu might be the low one. No one's going to play Sanu. I didn't even know he was, like, back in the NFL. Yeah, he, he just got activated from IR. Okay, well, I'm not I'm, I'm not going down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Corey, you're, you're the one That's playing the Rams leverage. game. You should be the one that, you know, sprinkles a little Sanu in there. No. He, I mean, he started. He what, has he done anything for him this year? Well, think about it. Hurt. Think about this. Let let. Okay. Uh, Maybe that's McVay's X factor. I just okay. want to see this. Can you share your screen, Corey, or do you not? Yeah, I can. I just want to see what happens because this is. Are there any? Th- this is just what you talk about of getting like leverage on the field. Go to any. Is there any three K receiver? Because I'm assuming that's how much he is. He has three. Yeah, there's some, okay, just go to other three K receivers. Will anyone play another guy in the three K? Josh Gordon, Marcus Kemp, Fountain. but no one's playing. Gordon, like people that Thomas. will see the field. Bob Woods, three K. Thomas hasn't okay. done anything, but he can. So be- nobody. So put Sanu in there and see what kind of lineup you can build with a three K receiver. Because let's say, you, what's the next cheapest receiver that is I, like? I, I mean. I, I go Vance Jefferson at thirty nine. Okay, just okay, but take him out. I'm just trying to prove a point here. How you you could have a lineup that no single person has just because you played the cheapest guy that no one's gonna play. So like throw in Mahomes. Just I'm just trying to show. So like, PB, I just I have my chief stack lineup right now where I have Uzoma at tight end and I pulled um, Sanu into the flex. I could run Debo Cup and Jamar Chase at wide receiver. Okay, so let's just see with some, but then you have two 49ers. I don't know if I like that, but let's just see. Travis so, Kelsey. Put, put, put the defense. Like, let me see the defense. Put like the Rams defense because they're the most. Yeah, we got to talk about the defense a little bit. 
it, yeah, but I'm just trying to show you a, a lineup that no one else could have with a 3K receiver. So then I'm putting like maybe Mixon. Oh, well, now you only have 3,500 left. Okay, they never put, mind. Yeah, yeah, they're like, no, 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 no. Put put Acres. Put like the cheaper guys, yeah, put, like put Acres and McKinnon or something. Okay, here's Acres. Take take Mixon out. Yeah, put like McKinnon in there. Okay. So you have Mahomes, McKinnon. You need Kelsey or Tyreek. Yeah. We'll put in Tyreek. Okay, what does that leave you? Thirty. Okay, so now you you would you would have to take so take Debo out and put Chase, put Debo out and put Chase in there because this is you need a bangle. Hey, how much do you have left? Thirty eight hundred. Okay, so you could get Uzoma? Higby or Uzoma, right? Yeah, take Uzoma, Higby. Okay, so that lineup is impossible. You cannot have that combination of players without a three K guy. And nobody will be playing Sanu. So, like, this is just to show you, like, if, even if Sanu put up, like, I don't know, nine points, if all those other guys are going off, no one else has that combo because they can't. And, hmm. and so it just is showing you, like, I'll have some Sanu. If he's actually going to be active and playing. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, you got to look at what, what they're saying about Sanu. The, yeah, I mean, do don't just play him if they're just saying he's – but, yeah, you, you have to know he's playing. But if he is – he just allows you to one have a super low owned guy, and second, it allows you to get to a build that no one else will have just because of mm-hmm. the salary. So, okay, let's before we end here because we're running out of time here. Yeah. Uh, defensive strategy. Do you? I mean, okay, so between there's a six hundred dollar difference between the top and the bottom. Do you just? Yeah, say, I, I, I will have all four defenses. No, I won't have the Bengals. I won't play the Bengals. You won't play the Bengals. Well, I guess if you're playing a bunch of Mahomes, I'm playing. I'm playing the Rams defense. Maybe the I will be playing probably an equal amount of Rams, Chiefs, and 49ers. So I mean, like 33. percent I think. It. I think the Chiefs defense will probably have the most sacks. Yeah. So yeah, like you got guarantee some points there, but like what ha- you get negative points if like. They get put like fifty points on them, you know. I, they're, they're, I think I think the Rams' defense is the safest play here. Yeah, yeah they I mean, got they, the best matchup. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going. You not get the playing best the quarterback matchup against the defense, but you, we see Stafford throw pick sixes, and that makes the 49ers. They're he has all, it though. He's been he's been okay. Solid. I'm just saying what he's done, and the Chiefs and Rams and 49ers. I'll have basically. I'm not letting deep. I'm, I won't let. The only defense that I'll let like beat me is the Bengals, and I'm okay with they beat me, but I'm not gonna bank on that. So I'm just not gonna make my lineups heavy on one defense. And if that defense gets outscored by one point, I'm dead. So yeah, I'm gonna just be equally exposed to all three. Okay, uh, let's do uh, something new here. Just we'll go through, um, you know, plays from each position that we like the best, um, and then we'll end- wrap it up there. Does that sound good? Sure. So like. Uh- all right, so, yeah, just go. Who's your all right. quarterback? Your quarterback. Patty. Patty. Stafford. Patty. Okay. Patty. All right, running backs. McKinnon. McKinnon. Akers. Uh, I'm going to say Mitchell. I like Mitchell and what he can, the possibility he can. Probably going to get the most volume. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, all right, receiving options. What are we, we looking at? Um, who wants to go first? I'd probably go Tyreek, Pringle, and Higgins. Okay. 
Um, I want – I like the red zone opportunities for Odell. Big game. Probably his biggest game of his career, right? Yeah. I don't think he's made it this far, so no. let's see what he's got. Okay. Peeps? As much as I like Chase, which I still have plenty of, I do think they might focus on him a bit more. And that makes me like one of Higgins or Boyd a lot. Like I'm going to basically have a Bengals receiver, I think, in every lineup. Yeah, I'll go with just one of them. But, I mean, Cooper Cup, I can't see how I won't have an absolute absurd amount of him. Yeah, no, I, I like your call. I like the Higgins. Um, I like Higgins a little bit more than Boyd, but Boyd saves you salary down the, yeah. down the road. Um, and then tight ends, there's only like four or five we can play here. So what are we thinking? Kittle. Thank you, Zuma. A little bit lower owned. I think I'm gonna go with Zuma as well. Man, I'm I'm I like I talked about Higby, but I love Travis Kelsey. I think he's a different animal in the playoffs. He's so smart and I I, that I just, backyard football. <laughs> I know it is just that you know that razzle dazzle. I I I want pieces of that game and I understand like paying up for Kelsey is gonna you know prohibit what I can do down the line, but geez. He's, 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 he's the safety valve for the, uh, for the chiefs here. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that about does it. Um, we have one more week left and it'll be our Super Bowl show. So it'll be actually a few weeks out from now and we'll go over probably do two shows, one for Super Bowl bets plus props. It should be, that one should be a fun one. Yeah. Just all sorts of random props. Right. And then we'll also for the, do a, for the Super Bowl game. We'll be giving away, um, an all-inclusive trip down to Sarasota, Florida, uh, free Airbnb, <laughs> and uh, the weekend of May 5th. On there, so on there. Oh. <laughs> put it on the books. So uh, if you if you put a uh, lineup in the chat here and you beat one of us, you get a free ticket down to Florida and uh, an all-inclusive stay. All right. And then we'll do a a full breakdown of the showdown slate uh, for the Super Bowl as well. So that to look forward to, but thank you for watching and we'll see you next time. Peace.